The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Kimber. Hello, producers. Hi, I'm Kerry. on guest two, by the way. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. What was I saying about what? What? Uh, what? We started the podcast. You pitched something this morning. Is that we what have we... started the podcast. What was I saying about what? This is a little bit of fiscal policy uh, for oh, you. For the podcast? Yeah, go so on. Do you want to hear this? Yeah. Okay. Get um, fisc- so right it was just at time of recording this. It was just announced that the unemployment rate has increased by 0.2%. And I didn't, have, I didn't understand why that was a good thing because you said, oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. The reason why I say it's a good thing is that the downward pressures they're trying to make on the economy. Lamest terms. It means that the things that they're doing to make everything a bit cheaper are starting to work. Like what they need is they need a rise in unemployment. Yeah. So a lot more people have a lot less discretionary income. So they can't spend on luxurious goods and higher priced goods. So goods and services have to come down and that's how they beat inflation. Isn't that a fucked up thing though? Like Yes. Yes. It's you need ridiculous. people it's to have no jobs. Because the rich people can buy whatever they like and they're going out continually buying because they're absolutely loaded. But it's a good thing. And the rest of the poor people are struggling because they have to live in that same economy. But you're saying it's a good thing because then um, interest rates go down and mortgage repayments go down. Is that what you mean? No, no, uh, because what happens is inflation goes down. So So at the moment we're experiencing record inflation, right? Like record. Like in Perth, I know we're hearing 7%. So basically what that means is how much it costs... Like what everything is rising by year on year. Yeah. Okay. Now the average is two to three percent, and that's what the RBA is trying to bring it back to by increasing their interest rates. Okay. In Perth, it's right, higher, across the country, it? it's in the sevens. In Perth, it's eight point three percent. Right. It's ridiculous. They need to bring that back to seven uh, to two to three percent. Okay. Two to three percent. Yes. That's that's why the the RBA is like, has had nine interest rate rises in the yeah. past, sort of whatever. Because they're trying now by increasing um, interest rates, okay, the lever that they generally pull in this regard is that they increase re- interest rates and then the banks increase their interest, their rates, interest rates, which means that a greater chunk of people's savings now have to go to their mortgage yeah. and they don't have that free cash. To go and buy a TV or a dining oh, table. Right, okay, which sure. is what causes inflation because inflation happens because people have fuck it, I'll buy it money. Supply and demand. But doesn't that make the economy... Like no, because what happens is if if inflation gets entrenched, and that's what they're worried about. If inflation gets entrenched, what does entrenched mean? It means that it stays at seven to eight percent. So if people keep spending the way that they're spending because they don't raise interest rates and they don't try and bring inflation down, it means that instead of every year things like raising in cost by two to three percent, they're raising in cost by seven to eight percent every single year. Now because people's real wages don't ever touch that, that sort of increase. Yeah. Give it two or three years, we're fucked. Yeah. We're absolutely fucked. We'll all have to ask our bosses for a pay rise. like Which we don't get. get. Which we, don't get. we won't yeah. get it. So this is where, and Kimber's right, the entire system is fucked up because the ones that cop it in the ass over this are actually the the large percentage of people that this affects. Which And is, you know what? And in hindsight, I feel bad for saying poor people because that's not, 
actually the case, but the problem is that, like, you know, there was a time in this country where you could have a full-time job. If you worked in a supermarket full-time, you could still afford to buy a home. Mm. So now the fact that we have people who have full-time jobs and are still sleeping in their cars is absolutely ludicrous because the gap is becoming so big between how many people have exceptionally like a bucket load of extra money and the gap of the people at the bottom and the, the kind of middle... What we all used to grow up in, in that kind of like, oh, middle income, we're from mm. the, you know, that bracket. You're that poor. doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't. And you're saying kind of, um, yeah, what did you say before about taking the ass? That entire thing, that's all you heard. Okay. Right. And that well, is no. why we don't normally talk, talk about, about this stuff serious in things in our now, podcast. We were, told, we were told strictly that we needed to keep this podcast open as short. So, mm, should we get into the actual content? Again, thank you, producer <laughs> Kerrid. So funny. Honestly, <laughs> people who subscribe thank you for to the this teaching. will um, regularly know Kerrid's the only one doing a job. You can thought can we could be serious. Can I finish with one thought just quickly? Sure. Just right. quickly. Yes. Inflate like interest rate rises are not the RBA governor's fault. It's the government. Yes. Fault. I did see the man that's in charge of the RBA, I've got his name now. Philip Lowe. He Philip did Lowe. make a in one of his yeah. presentations yesterday. Yeah. I felt sorry for him because he was saying, Does everyone realise I am not solely responsible for this, right? Yeah, we we yeah, but he was talking about in regards to like there's an entire board that makes the decision. The RBA that's right. Board to, right. But the fault of this, the reason why we're in this mess... Is the government. ...is Morrison. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so yeah. let's move on. Although, interesting to note, Philip Lowe doesn't have a mortgage. Of course he hasn't, mate. He's on a million bucks a year. I just thought it was interesting. Like, he's devel- delivering all this bad news. How many houses has he got? Yeah, probably a million, but... <laughs> just because he hasn't got a mortgage doesn't mean he hasn't got property. No, no, no. All, all I'm saying is he wouldn't be directly impacted by these changes. No, no. I thought that was quite interesting. Most but anyway, back to most um, of them in the government are not affected by yeah, any well, that's changes. very true. Yeah, or the board. Pete, you pitched something this morning yeah. while we're on the topic of houses and luxurious items and highbrow and highbrow sort um, of content. Yep, let's bring it back to in the ass, mate. Let's go. Well, toilet seats, luxurious <laughs> toilet seats. Oh yeah, these are the sort of toilet seats I imagine Dr. Philip Lowe would have at his houses. Actually, you're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, you've been there? No, no, I'm agreeing. Oh, okay. oh, okay. Right. The way you said that makes it sound like you <laughs> were there. fucking idiot. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> yes, I wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to bring this up this morning on the show. Didn't get a chance to make it before. That's okay. Um, embroidered content made it. it. Yeah, embroidered toilet seats. <laughs> now, and, what do you mean by by completely embroidered? So, I know that there's different uh, types of embroidered, so different not, types of that's toilet a, uh, seats. Pause. That's hilarious. So, when he asks uh, it, no, you're going to answer it. When I ask second. it this morning... Well, let's fire off the opener. Let's fire off the new opener of Rami Has a Question. Do we have a... Do we have? Would we oh, don't we have I don't know. Opener. Didn't I mention it in the podcast for producer Rami to put it down as one of our top things to achieve? Do you want to see my list of okay. I'm working on? This morning, when Pete pitched the embroidered toilet seat to the team and yeah. said, I'd like to talk about this... This is what Rami said. Rami went, this isn't a question because he knew we wanted to play (laughs) Rami's got a question. This is what he said. This isn't a question. Just so we're all on the same page, what does embroidered mean? Right. Now... (laughs) 
<laughs> You're the only one. Rami will be a constant source of content. I thought so you on my You're side. So Just look at my list. It's there. This no, we're not, allies. I know you haven't achieved it. Look at this. There's the Rami got questions. <laughs> Rami got questions. Not got a line through it. I you have a busy day. Okay, so it's not as in the toilet seat is made out of embroidered material. Mm-hmm. It's that there's an embroidered woolen cover. Yes. Right, but it's not one that you take off. It's one that you sit there. And you do your business while so, sitting there. So it's on. The no, yes, no, yes, you're sitting on it. You're doing your business. No. And I noticed this morning you can get heated ones of these. You can yes, get electric can. heated ones of these. My so grandparents always had an ele- a heated toilet seat. It was made of vinyl though. It wasn't embroidered, so you could clean it properly. Mm. But it was a soft vinyl heated toilet seat. What did you get? Like little drips and things on it. Well, that's what I mean. So I went to a, I went to a house when we were shopping for houses last year. Shit house. Um, but we went to a house that was like built in the seventies and the bathroom was carpeted. Like Yuck. everything. Right. So the the shower so the shower recess um, not the recess itself that was tiled. Yeah. But you get out of the shower recess and you step onto carpet and the basin like you're walking through the bathroom. Past the basin over to the toilet, and everything's carpeted. And How, I, did that not smell? But yeah, apparently, but that, was the, that was the fashion. So it was the fashion. All of the houses at the time had it. But yeah. any house that you were shopping for, that meant that was in the bracket of like one million dollars. Oh mate, th- that house went for one point two seven, and it's still got the original carpet because basically no one else would have replaced that carpet. You had to rip. That the, was original. Which you had means to. You had to gut that place. that place. You had to gut that place nice. and start again. Right. So. Um, yeah, that's gross housing prices, which comes back to the beginning of the podcast. See, look, there you go. Um, but yeah, oh, but we were talking to the real estate agent. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like it was a really, you know, it was a classic thing to have in the. But it's a very UK thing. Apparently, in the UK, yeah. they oh, have rich people. But <laughs> well, it's cold, you know. They like it's in the with their so- weird there. sausages and toilet. That would have weird to be the sausages. What weird Are they sausages? Like blood and sausage. Something like that. that's not them, mate. Blood, haggis. No, that's Scotland. And that's what's, that's not pig. No, what's blood. the the um black black, black pudding? pudding. Oh, black pudding. puddings that's in the, the UK. One. Yeah, exactly. black pudding. Mate. Fucking weird. You're fucking weird. <laughs> Unless you're from there, you like it. Anything that comes good out of there is Dua Lipa. Anyway, mm. yeah, right. Is she yeah. Albanian? No, she's from the UK, mate. Is she Albanian? She's yeah, Albanian. She is. Are you Albanian? I'm not Albanian. I'm Indian. He's Indian. Indian. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's on the podcast? Why are you laughing? Focus why I know. This is good times. Um, uh, unholy sing-alongs. Oh, I thought this was gorgeous. Speaking Your of daughter unholy. singing an inappropriate song, but gee, she did it beautifully. She did it beautifully. And really? I'm so yeah. proud of her. Um, um, we chatted with Barra about people who like football. The Eagles tickets, Cut. bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking. Um, we played Kimber's big ones as well. <laughs> and way. she was and, uh, thrilled. <laughs> if nothing else in I this podcast. She was really thrilled. <laughs> Why are they not? Let's I can't hear Ravi either. Yeah, well, keep going, Kimber, because I can't hear Ravi. If nothing else in this I was podcast, just say that his daughter's going to make a great stripper one day. <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> what so is wrong bitch. with being a stripper? Nothing's wrong with it at all. <laughs> Why are you giving me that look for? Both of you step down now. I ain't stepping down. You can do whatever you like. I mean, I'm like. stepping if down. If she wants to dance and put her body out there, she can do whatever she wants. Of course likes. she can. Whoa, hang on a sec. Whoa. And there is nothing <laughs> Should we ask her father first? Yes. Why? Exactly why, Pete. Well, at this particular point <laughs> in time. Which... The <laughs> Look at you go. Look you asshole. At this particular No, at this particular point when she's four years old, no. Mm-hmm. Issues, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see her up on a pole. But. When she's bloody past 18 and she's out of the house and just do what you want, mate. You Kimber want to make like, money? Kimber sounds like a man telling a woman what to do. 
No, that's exactly the answer I wanted him to give. Because, you know, I do not approve of men going, mm. we've had a baby and I've got a baby girl now. And so she's never dating and she's never leaving the house. Yeah. Because all that is, is an admission that men know that inherently men are dangerous. Yeah. But they won't accept it when, oh, I, when no, we're no, screaming. No, no, no. You haven't you haven't met Isabella enough times. It's, I'm saving society. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's men who have to be careful when it comes to that girl because yeah, she's going to um, make a meal of one of them one day. I'll tell you now. Stop the landing. Page. Anyway, so as I was saying in the podcast, yeah. listen to um, the lovely listener who played Kimber's big ones today. She could not have been more excited <laughs> she, about her life choices today. She. <laughs> was the most thrilled winner oh I think we've had this yeah, year so she far. she was great. Um, Rove was on? Yes, Rove was yeah. on. Lives in yeah. Perth now. He lives yeah. in Perth. We got one. Yeah. Oh, you got one. We did get one. You did. Yeah. You found a student found that a student I used to teach. Yep. Yeah. We covered a lot of ground today in yeah, this we podcast. Did. It was really nice. Mm. Did you good. learn anything about that finance stuff in the beginning? Yeah, it's hacking in the ass. <laughs> 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 Alrighty, have, have a podcast, babe. Now, yesterday around about this time, and, and this goes back to Valentine's Day when we received a text message from a bloke who texted in 04800 mm-hmm. with a little Valentine's Day message, which ultimately led to us finding out ex-St. Norbert's bloke, Yep. Right, which is my high Queen's school. Park. Yes. Uh, and also you taught there. I taught there. Miss Cahill. Used to be a high school teacher for drama. Right. And I was like, oh, now's my chance. <laughs> go digging for dirt and see what we can get. And we rang Dennis yesterday. Miss Cahill was one of these people that were like, um, no one's the same sort of thing. As long as you show up, you participate. That's all that they're asking you for. I'm not satisfied. <laughs> what do you mean you're not satisfied? Well, he knew you, but technically wasn't taught by you. And I want to hear from someone who was oh, taught by you. All right. Um, I don't think you're going to find. I mean, I have taught. I didn't teach for that long. I don't know. You're going to find that many students in this city. Oh, I'll find someone. Oh, yeah? I will not rest. <laughs> now, this segment was made for something like this. We got one! <laughs> this is where we have a feeling that, it, you know, it might be a bit needle in the haystack. I think it is. I mean, really, like, my teaching career was pretty short-lived. Okay. Were you one of Kimber's students? Uh, no, forget Kimber. Get rid of that off the board, producer Rami. Were you one of Miss Cahill's students? <laughs> Now, before we get into this, so I know you taught St. Albert College. Like, what year is St. Albert College? Because that's where you and I first met, by the way. We ran into each other there. Yeah, we didn't know each other at the time. We didn't know we would end up becoming colleagues. But 2005, 2005. was when I met you there. Right. 2005 was when I was teaching there. And I was teaching at a private, like, independent drama school, like performing arts school, for about five years prior. I say, so you did 05 St. Albert. Yeah. And then, like, 2000 to 2005, you're doing drama school. Yeah, and I did a bunch of relief teaching, like, at Willerton High and stuff. But those okay. people, I don't know if they'd remember me, because, you know, the relief teacher's just your babysitter, isn't it? Oh, I, they'd remember you. <laughs> I think you'll struggle. I think you might find it hard-pressed to find a student that remembers me. Well, that's why we're doing, uh, we got one. Danny and Freya, good morning. Good morning. So, Miss Cahill taught you. She did. Uh, she did. Go on. Where did she teach you? So she taught me at a drama school on the weekends. Oh, I know who so this she, is. You know who this is? I know Danielle. <laughs> Do you really? Yep. I taught Danielle for years at Stagecoach. Really? Yep. Yes. And what was she like yep. as a teacher, Danny? She was awesome. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say, but she was awesome. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Is that it? Yay! Sorry. Yeah, but what sorry kind of that. what kind of awesome? Are we talking like wrong. awesome because she's like a she was just really good at her job, or are we talking awesome? You know, she'd take the entire class out to the pub in the afternoon because she's a loose unit kind of awesome. <laughs> they were well, kids. <laughs> I was so? 13. I was 13. So, no, she was great. So I, well, for, for context, she was also like she ethically taught us a lot. So I feel like she made me a better person as well as a better Aww. actor. Um, <laughs> ethically but, you know, taught so, you. So nice. Yes. What does that yeah, mean? She well, she instilled a lot of like really lovely, like open-minded values in us. Um, so yeah, she was awesome. And then also like I was on Neighbours a couple of times, so she was actually a good teacher. She taught me how to act. So yay! Neighbours. When were you on Neighbours? Oh, a couple of times in like 2013. What was the storyline? Oh, um, uh, Paul Robinson was, uh, it was like a bit of a sexual harassment case. It wasn't, you know, it was pretty, oh, Paul pretty, up to his usual tricks. Oh, God. Oh, pretty dark. Um, so yeah, required a lot of like, you know, inner emotion and everything like that. And yeah. Then, yeah. Was, yeah. was this before or after he lost his leg? <laughs> Oh, my God, did he lose his leg? What he lost his happen? leg, mate. It was one of the most random storylines ever. One of the big storylines for Paul Robinson in that show is he lost his leg. That was before, I think. Right. Wow. Wow. Oh, well, look, I mean, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that I was a good teacher. Mate, I, forget that. I'm like, I can't believe what we've stumbled upon here. <laughs> Having like a neighbour's star in, in I know, right? Midst. That's pretty oh. amazing, Danny. What are you up to today? Oh, oh, just heading into work. Yeah, what do you do for a job now after uh, being a famous Neighbours actor? Oh, you know, just a chill admin role, just being amongst the uh, the normal people now. Fantastic. Yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. That, that is acting. Is Thanks. Still being maintaining another job yeah. while you're still acting. Well done. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, nice Danny. to hear from you this morning. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Oh. No worries. Oh, there you go. What a sweetheart. So ethically taught. Well, I mean, you know, how do you not, though? How do you teach people? It's not just teaching them a curriculum, is it? You, you, you're trying to raise young, healthy minds. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a lovely message for life today, actually. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, that could have gone really badly, too, so I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm not. Pete, and Hey, uh, just moments ago, we played that track by Sam Smith, Kim Petra. Yep. Unholy. Unholy. Massive hit. Massive hit, huge hit, mm-hmm. uh, and a cracking song. We're spinning it about a fair bit, um, which means it's getting a lot of radio play. Mm-hmm. And I was in the kitchen the other day, and I was just sort of, it was the afternoon, I was making a little bit of dinner, and while I was doing that, um, Liz was out, she was out with Mila, Ollie was off doing whatever it is that Ollie does, I know, stripping the paint off the walls or pulling <laughs> lights out of sockets, whatever he's doing. Isabella was in the other room, right now, it's an it's open planned room. So it's easy to hear what she's up to. And she was playing with Lego. Right. And when she plays with Lego, she just sort of like, just just sings, just hums things. Yeah, you know. cute. Um, now, while I was doing what I was doing, I was actually recording some content, right, right, for Instagram. And so I picked up something from her. Now, you might remember that a little while ago, off the back of that song we just played, mm-hmm. We asked Rami, the producer, what the lyrics were. Yeah, because I kept saying, I thought that he was saying that he was going down to the barbershop. And I was like, why Why is he going to the barbershop? And then Rami clarified. Yeah. Rami, the producer, is mouthing something. 
Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot. Oh. At the body shop doing something unholy. Oh. Uh, All right. (laughs) Mommy don't know daddy's getting hot. Yep. At the body Body shop shop. doing something unholy. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. imagine my surprise when I picked this up from Isabella. Now I <laughs> now I was definitely I was in the kitchen obviously chopping away and I've stopped and put my knife down. I'm going, no, nah, that's not it, is it? And sure enough, she doubled down and went harder. So clearly the lyrics you had, Rami, were wrong. Yeah, there's definitely something in there about a mushroom and coming up glory. Yeah, so it's mm bop bop at the jemmy jab. Yeah. On the money shrimp, <laughs> doing seminum soli, right? Now, that, honestly, those are the lyrics. She's, her tone is fantastic. Not only her tone, her pace. We've mixed it together. Have a listen to this. <laughs> Man. She's nailing Move it. Move over Kim Petras. <laughs> Sam Smith featuring Isabella Evie. It is there. Good job. It's going to be huge. <laughs> We've known our next guest for years. He's had his own TV show, radio show, and comedy shows. And now he's back in Perth to tell us more. Please welcome Rove McManus. I mean, need we say anything other than the fact that the shows are on? Get stuck into them. Fringeworld.com.au, Oasis Comedy Club until Sunday. It's simply brilliant stuff, according to Australian Stage. And Rove McManus is here with us in the studio. G'day, mate. I'm surprised they didn't go with an early awesome source. Review. Oh, of course. Oh, the it's old... there in the title. What well, more can I do? It's true. I mean, you've, you've got this show, Awesome Source, and I've got questions about that because okay. I have noticed that the origins of the word Awesome Source date yes. back to 2005. Yes. <laughs> and it's I a... was wondering, yep. is there going to be some nostalgia in this show? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like nostalgia. To 2005 is, uh, is a sad thought to think that, um, yeah, that's, that's nostalgia. It's um, it's a phrase I use a lot uh, around our household. As a family, we use it, and it's interesting because uh, to me, it's embracing po- positivity. Like if you, if we're going, let's go. To, you know, shall we go do this? Yes, awesome source. Oh, it's or totally it's, backing it's, it in. It's, yeah, it's better than great. It's better than awesome. It's awesome source. <laughs> and so I thought, oh well, that's uh, that's a good title for my show. It's about trying to embrace the positivity. I am uh, constantly described as being annoyingly glass half full by my wife. Oh, how delightful. So, uh, so I thought, well, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about you know, just what's good in life. Hey, um, yeah, what does Valentine's Day look for you these days? Are you a, are you a romantic no. at heart? No, we, um, we didn't do too much for Valentine's Day. We did lunch. We went out for lunch, which is nice. But also we have a, a nine-year-old daughter, so really it's just about can we uh, just have a glass of wine and, and catch up on the most recent episode of The Last of Us. <laughs> now answer this question for me. Uh-huh. Uh, best show that's currently going around right now, yes or no? The Last of Us? Yeah. It's got another week before um, uh, John Oliver's uh, Last Week Tonight comes back, which I think is the greatest show on television at the moment. Mm. I really love that show. Colbert's great. Um, there's not much else. There's a little bit of a lull before Mandalorian comes back. Yeah. 
but I would I would say yeah, The Last of Us is the one that when it comes up as a you know we've got a new episode, I'll sit and watch it straight away. The Last of Us Kimber is a video game, PlayStation game that got oh, adapted. Is that how it started? It, well, yes. it's how it started, oh. but it is incredible. I'm absolutely hooked at the moment. Now, speaking of video games, can I just derail for a second? Oh, yeah, but you do know once you get Pete on board, this this won't be a second, but go nuts. I have just played Hogwarts Legacy. <gasps> I'm on Hogwarts Legacy right now. This is uh, the new, well, yeah, Hogwarts Harry Potter game. Right. Video game. Yep. But it is glorious to look at and a full nerd immersion into the world of Harry Potter. It's amazing. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You guys have got kids and have got time to do this. And I oh, I haven't even... got time to do it. Oh, neither do I. <laughs> okay, no, God. absolutely not. Actually, well, I'm four nights in and still haven't technically written my show. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> have we locked you into Perth, Rove? I've, I've been sort of yes. sneakily seeing you on socials yes. and I've seen you in a lot of Dave Callan's posts yes. and I've seen you doing a lot of comedy around Perth and I thought... It feels like we've had you here for a while. Have we locked you in? And are you living in Perth? And are yes. you Perthian now? Yes, uh, I'm back to being a, a Perthanality. Right. <laughs> um, so only just back and forth for work when it's needed. But yeah, based it's the dream state here. It's adventure worlds here. What's not to love? <laughs> now, mate. Um, I mean, I, I did want to get onto mm. the discussion of whether or not Logan Paul is peak WWE at the moment, but I no. don't think we've got time. Um, good to catch up with you, Rove. So all this week, right through until the nineteenth of Feb, and I tell you what, mate, tickets are a bloody good price. Thirty bucks to come and see you is a get ripping night them. out. Fringeworld.com.au, the Oasis Comedy Club, and uh, get along to Awesome Source. Nice awesome to catch up with you, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We covered all manic. Man- Manner of topics uh, with Rove. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to grab those, we'll pop the full chat up on the Pete Man Kimber podcast on the list. And what you mean by that is that you two nerded out for ages. Nerd! And it was amazing. Nerded out for the longest time about TV and video games. Yeah, and... honestly, we didn't even play the best part of that chat. <laughs> <laughs> now, just quickly, we had to get this great bloke on the phone because we've seen something that would have you up in arms if you're a West Coast Eagles supporter this morning. Good morning to you, Barra. The most expensive tickets across the AFL, apparently. Morning, Pete. Morning, Kimber. Yeah, great to be on board with you guys again this year. And, yeah, I saw the front page of the West, and I was—I must admit, I was a little bit surprised when I, um, I grabbed the paper and read the story. But, yeah, it, it seems like it's about right. And the reason is, um, basically... They're oversubscribed. The Eagles are so popular. They've got so many members that there's no real capacity to buy general admission seats, particularly those restricted view seats. There might be maybe a handful of those. So a ticket will start at about 57 bucks, And then if you're in Melbourne, Kimber, you can rock up to the MCG, which is never full or marble. And you can get your whole family in for fifty-four bucks. I so. know, Barrett. None of the look. I know you've explained it, but it still doesn't make sense. I mean, as you say, fifty-four bucks to get into the MCG with the whole family. The Eagles are saying it's anywhere between fifty-seven to one hundred and one dollars. For the Dockers, it's thirty-eight. Now, when you say because this is what the AFL have said, they've said. That there's no uh, matching seats, basically. That that, as you've said, the general public reserved seats are not the same. But if they're selling tickets, as far as I'm concerned, there's seats available. So what do you mean if they're oversubscribed? Then how come they're selling tickets at all? Aren't they all for members? Yeah, it's a bit of a, a fine line, isn't it? The problem I think too is that there really are no bad seats at Optus Stadium. I think there's a handful of 
restricted view, but even those are fantastic. So, I mean, Barrow, uh, one would argue that the bad seats are the fact that the team finished 17th and the Dockers <laughs> weren't even in the eight. They were just, hang, well, just on, hovering well, about. Yes, yes, they were. Were they? Well, the Dockers had a brilliant season oh, last They did well. Week. The best season they've had in but 10 still, years. So, so, so I would argue that we're not seeing great football and that's a heap of money to pay and this just sounds like a joke, really. I yeah, mean, like well, the, the Eagles made a $7.4 million profit in 2021 and they've got to charge people 54 bucks a seat. Yeah, I think their profit dropped substantially uh, last season, whereas the Dockers, they peaked. They've got a record profit because they made finals. But you, but you are right. The Eagles finished 17th, and but they're still able to charge these amounts because they're just so popular. They've got 100,000 members, and you can only fit 50-odd thousand into Optus Stadium. So there's this oversubscription mm. that they can tap into. And you can't just rock up there and buy a cheap seat. You have to either be a member or you have to pay 57 bucks. And so that's what you have to debate, whether um, whether that's fair and I think no. the economy's going really <laughs> No, Barra. The answer is flat out, no, it's not fair. Barra, we'll leave you there, mate. Um, you know, we pretty much got what we were after. What is the reason? And it's because they're popular enough that they can charge that much, which is which sucks. Uh, so thanks for joining us, buddy. And I'm sure we'll see you across, more across the day and on 7 News tonight. Yeah, you sounded great, guys. All the best. Right now. Kimbers. Big ones. You could win a crappy prize. That could be you, Sarah, in Mandra. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Sarah, all your dreams are coming true. Do you wake up this morning and think, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm in for a crappy prize. Yeah, that's exactly what I woke up thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sarah, Kimber's big ones. It's a pretty easy thing. All I need to do is get you to put these things in order. And today I'm asking yeah. you to go from most to least. Um, okay. And we're talking calories. I knew you'd do that. Oh, I knew. I just said to my hubby, if it's calories, I'm going to suck at that. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, well, this is the way I shop as well. I've never read the back of a packet in my life. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. You never know, Sarah. Come on. It's an easy game. And the good news is you win even if you lose. <laughs> so, yep. calories from most to least. Mm-hmm. Three grapes. A potato chip. And a medium carrot. Oh, my gosh. That's what we're looking at. Three grapes, okay. a potato chip, and a medium carrot. Do your thinking out loud, Sarah. What do you reckon? Oh, well, I'm thinking the chip would have to have more calories because it's got saturated fat in it. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome to phone uh, a friend. You can ask Pete if he has anything he wants to chip in. Hello. Yeah, yeah we'll phone a friend. We'll see what Pete has to say. I'm with you on the potato chip. Uh, yeah. I, I agree with you on the potato chip. I, I think you said a medium carrot specifically. A medium sized carrot. If yeah. it was a small carrot or a large carrot, it might tip the scales. But <laughs> the fact that you specified medium carrot. A medium carrot, a potato chip, and three grapes. I hate questions like this, Sarah, because I'm one of those people that looks at, like, uh, you know, those afternoon quiz shows and stuff like The Chase and whatnot. And if I see the word medium in a thing where you have to place it from most to least, I'm like, okay, that's a hint. So I'll be, I'm putting yeah. that one in the middle, right? So. Yeah, that's what I would put in the middle and then the great fluff, I think. Okay, so what are you locking in, Sarah? What do you think from I'm going to put the potato chip, yep. the medium carrot, and then the three grapes. Okay. Okay, well, oh. I can tell you that the potato chip mm. has 
11 to 14 calories. That it. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just the one chip. Did you say is that it? I mean, 11, to, I don't know how many you eat in a sitting, but... <laughs> oh, a few. <laughs> 11 to 14 calories for the potato chip. The great, the grapes, three grapes, nine calories. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Nine calories. So we need the medium grapes. carrot to be 10 calories. The medium yeah. carrot is 25 calories. Oh, my no. God. The order is actually carrot, potato chip, grape. But it's okay, Sarah, you win something from the bucket of fun. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's going in a promo. That's the greatest match <laughs> we've ever had. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Next 94.5.